art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Let's go to the bar. Welcome to the Romance Bar. Good evening, Gata. Good evening, Colleen. And welcome to another edition of the Romance Bar, continuing on our vampire kick. But now we're back in the modern day. We're not in Victorian England. We're Yeah, because this series is still going on as of today. Those of us who are fans are waiting patiently with bated breath for the next installment. So the same way we're obsessed with the dark, uh, the BDB world, and the Bridgerton. Black Dagger Brotherhood. I, and well, Bridgerton. I'm Bridgerton, yes, but the same way we're obsessed, like you and me, obsessed with yes. the uh, BDB world. We are obsessed with the Dark Hunter world. I read Dark Hunters before I read Jerward. Oh, absolutely. And um, we definitely to blame. Yeah. We definitely connected on the Dark Hunter level and then continued on with the BDB. So, um, yeah, so this book has a very special place in our heart, in yes. our minds, in our past, in our future. Yes. It's just a beautiful start to a fantastic series um, that and we're I both embarking on a reread right now. Next, yes. everything that we're reading. We're both, we're like, we're doing a reread. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> okay. So, and uh, I, on my personal account, I did a shout out to the app, uh, the Libby app, which mm -hmm. is the library's uh, app. For, and I said, they're helping me get through the reread since my books are in storage. Because yeah. the minute I finished tonight's book, I got the, okay. So there, if you go on Goodreads, Tonight's book, it says this is the first book. But when I think Gata and I first started reading these, this was technically book two of the series. And we were told, to, you know, we were told to start with a different book before we got to tonight's book. But there's a reason we're picking this book first, because this really kicks off the world of the Dark Hunters. And very action-packed and you also get the breakdown of what the dark hunter mythos is in this book because this is the first this is the actual first official book the other one's more of like a prequel i would say yes and the characters in that book show up in this one so it is important to go back and read that one but you don't have to start with fantasy lover which is i know how i started um because I was in the, the only thing I really knew of fantasy vampires prior to like BDB and was uh, Anne Rice, how I went, you know, interview with a vampire. I read some of those. And then, of course, I read Twilight because that was when the craze was happening. And a mutual friend of God is in mine was like, oh, no, there's something way better. Read this. <laughs> and... Another friend of ours, she goes, oh, yeah, you binge them like you binge potato chips. Like, you read one, you have to go continue reading the rest of them. And I think at the time, there were only 16 books when you and I started, Gata? I believe so, yeah. Where I mean, I well, let's see. Asheron wasn't out. and Or Asheron was just had just come out maybe N no it wasn't out. it wasn't it wasn't out yet we were still yes like it it came out like years into it okay so maybe you started before i did because i think i definitely did because when i read ashron i already have been waiting for a while for the book to come out yes i think ashron had already yes because that and the book after ashron and the book after ashron had or had just come out, I think. And that's where I was when I was, or maybe Asheron hadn't come out yet, but I was in the middle of like catching up to Asheron. Yeah, maybe. 
that could have been it. And then as soon as I was up to Asheron, that's when you had discovered the BDB world. So I had something to um, satisfy the vampire craving in my life. Yes. Um, with those books. And I was like, and I remember the mutual friend who got us hooked on to Dark Hunters. We were so annoyed that we're like, man, there's so few books in that series to keep us occupied. She needs to catch up <laughs> to the 27 books that were. So, yes, this series, the Dark Hunter series, is 27 books deep. So, you need to kill a lot of time. But you could probably, if somebody really diligently read, you could probably, with us, if we could read all day, every day, in a month, you could easily get through all 27. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you read one book a day, you could. Or even if you read two books a week, you could. Although, no. yeah, I, no. well, I told Kim, because we wanted Kim, a friend of the pod, to start reading this. I said, well, there are definitely books later on where you need to phone a friend. Um, you need to have an emotional support system in place. You definitely do. There's two books that are just going to shock you and kill you. And there's so many... Like, I think, I think I've We're getting never, ahead of ourselves, I know that. Yeah, so we, like, okay, so when I read that one book, the first one, the, you have emotional connection with, with a lot of the characters and a lot of the heroes throughout the series. That is not a thing. Um, Charlene Kenyon, who's the author of the book, um, does a very good job in building that world and mm -hmm. um, making you invest in every character. But she also does this thing where she definitely portrays villains as real villains, but mm -hmm. then she flips it on you. She's like, she oh, does. you think this person is a villain and an evil? Well, they are, but also here, take this, you know, I've redeemed them for you. Somehow, somewhere, you misunderstood what you read or what you read wasn't really the whole truth or whatever and then she gives you this like injection of of pain in your vein and you just hysterical crying or like you're like I need to talk to someone you know like yes. she sends you she she sends you to therapy she's yes. the cause of it but she also she's the you know your therapist at the same time so it's just, it's it's so like it's so good it's so beautiful it's just oh it's what just, well, what I had said now, because she did like a spinoff series. There, mm -hmm. I mean, there's others, there's novellas and that, but this one particular character who's supposed to get his own book in the Dark Hunter world eventually. And I was like, and I'm reading those and they're like, they're going parallel with what's happening in the Dark Hunter books. And I coined this term, the Kenyan bomb shell, because you read something and you're like, I wasn't prepared. I can't be the same after I've read this, like this revelation of what just ha what I just read. And I'm like, oh my God, this changes my entire world view. And obviously when I initially read Sherilyn Kenyon, she goes by, uh, she goes by Sherilyn McQueen now on uh, all social media platforms. She's back to her maiden name. Um, so if you're looking for her, uh, but when I first started reading Sherilyn Kenyon, again, like I said, I had read Twilight and Interview with the Vampire. Like, so that was my basis. So now this was, I had a different approach to this. But now I say like for new readers to her, for those of you who are like fans of like the MCU and how like everybody watching like uh, with the shows on Disney Plus like WandaVision and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, everyone's looking for like the Easter eggs this is an amazing series because you're going to get like those little Easter eggs of <clears throat> what she's building up to and like seeing where it's going and also how much the, um, again, how much these characters stayed with you. I know God and I had said it last week at the end when we were teasing this book, like it was really revisiting old friends with yes. these characters. And when I'm like seeing all these other characters, like at their first incarnations, I'm like, oh my God, all of the memories and of like how much they've changed at the current point. And I'm just like, oh man. I'm like, there are moments where I was like, I wish I was still like that first person reading it, like wanting to know what their thoughts were, especially with like everything going on today, like how they would feel about things that are happening in the book. And I'm like, 
you know, but it's still so enjoyable. And again, also how much stuff I forgot. <laughs> and <clears throat> I kept taking pictures of the amount, the copious amounts of notes I was taking and showing them to Gata. I was like, Gata, I have five pages of notes and I'm not even done with my reread of this book. <laughs> and Gata just laughed at me. I did laugh. I did. Um, I did not write notes. I took mental notes because if I took notes, uh, we'll never be done. Um, I think <laughs> we will really, we'll never be done. Um, I think we were talking just before the pod and we discussed one of the characters in the book. So, okay. Um, well, there we is, okay. So there are characters you meet again, yes. you meet a character you either like or hate, and then you meet this character in another book and then you change your mind completely. So mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's like, before we talk about it though, Colleen. Yes. Cause I don't want to, I want to start talking about it, but I also don't want to ruin it because we need um, John's opinion on this. Okay, but there's one important thing. I oh, what? I forgot to mention before yes. we really delve into this book. Yes. Um, I have copious amounts of coffee to discuss this book. Um, <laughs> that there, I, something I didn't mention on last week's pod, and because we're recording this after sundown, so therefore. Uh, we're very much in the Dark Hunter time frame of the day uh, when, you know, things that go bump in the night. But did you see Harney and Sons came out with Little Women tea? I did. And you also what they came out with? They came out with a Shakespeare tea. Okay, got it. I think for the sake of the podcast, we need to order some and try some. And I'm, report back to our <laughs> I'm definitely getting the Shakespeare tea because that's like easier for me to get. Um, I have to order the little woman because I don't think I'm going anytime soon to the city. But yes. Oh, I yeah, I think we'll we'll have to uh well we ha we have to these are things that are necessary. And I also have to admit I had the ultimate first world problem obtaining my coffee today. And I apologize. But I feel I have to share this. And I admit this is an ultimate first world problem. I went to Starbucks. Well, and just as I pull up into the spot, the girl hangs up the sign saying the store is temporarily closed. And I went, no. Oh, no. Why? Uh, I think they um, they were having, like, uh, problems with the cash register or some, some technical issues. that they Difficulty. Had. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which I okay. understand. But I was like, wow, I am... This is the ultimate first world problem. I'm out and about running errands and I can't get my coffee. I could go home and make it, but I was too far from home to do so. I did end up getting Starbucks coffee, though, because I needed it to fuel this. Although, you know what I wish we had for this podcast since it takes mm -hmm. place in New Orleans? Beignets. <gasps> oh, my God. Beignets. I thought I've about this. Them. I've never Me had neither. them. But they look so delicious from what I've seen. They, I bet they are delicious, actually. Oh, I think, Gata, we're going to have to make some beignets. Yes, we do. I, I know, again, non-spawn, I do believe that, that Disney on their website has the ones from uh, the, the Princess and the Frog. Yes. No. The Frog Prince. The Disney. The Disney. Yes. Yeah. The, I think it was The Princess and the Frog. I think. Yes. Because I'm like, I know there's two different fairy tales. That's why I'm like, wait a minute. I know that that one's based on something else. I'm not. Not the one where she has to like kiss the prince and then all of a sudden he turns back into a man. It's a different one. <laughs> um, so I was like, I had to think about it for a minute. But yes, uh, John. We need his opinion on this title. Hi. It could go any which way, Gata. That's what she said? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what she said. Ah. Uh, All right. Hi. How's everyone? Hello. Hello. Fully caffeinated. No. <laughs> My husband, not so much today. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. 
I'm not, not either. I'm not either. Not yet. Me too. Am I the only one that's game and ready for this? Mm-hmm. Man. I believe you are. <clears throat> oh, okay. I get, this is what I get for taking copious notes. <laughs> All right, John. Are you ready okay. for the title? Yes. Let's let's see. Let's hear. Night pleasures. Wow. <laughs> this this sounds like one of those old uh, Showtime or Cinemax like late night. <laughs> things does it? where it's it's like the the girls are pretending like the the thirty year old girls are pretending to be teenagers and they're on a boat or something. I don't know. I never paid attention to those. It sounds like when Michael's describing uh, a Cinemax movie on the office. Mm. That, that that is that where you're going with this? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. No. Red shoe, red shoe diaries. Uh, Pre X Files. David Duchovny. <laughs> oh dear lord. No. 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 Oh. There, okay. but there are vampires involved still. Oh, goody, but <laughs> no chocolate. Ah, <laughs> uh, whipped cream is involved though. Oh, okay then. <laughs> 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 That's one of my favorite parts of the whole book. Oh, um, oh boy. Thank you, husband. You're very welcome. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That really is one of my favorite parts. I was waiting for that part to happen when I was doing my reread. I was like, how far into the book does that scene happen? Oh, man, that's really far into the book. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay. So okay. Gotta kind of a breakdown of the world, or do you want to do the breakdown <clears throat> of the book? Okay, well, let's talk about um, the book first. So the book, it, okay, so the the setup of almost all the books are in New Orleans. Yes. And you meet the Dark Hunters, you hear about the Were Hunters, and you also hear about the Dream Hunters, and you meet a Dream Hunter in this book. <laughs> And I'm taking a deep breath because, oh, my God. The Dark Hunter series is about, oh, my God, 37, 30, well, 27, 37, between everything. Maybe it's 40 books between novellas and non-novellas and right. side work and, and everything, maybe even more than that. Night Pleasure is the first official book. And basically, it is um, the tale of... It was published in 2002. Yes, by St. Martin's Press. No, actually 2009. Wait, no, this is wrong. Yeah, I got 2002 for Night Pleasures. Hmm. Maybe they... I know they republished it. It's been republished a couple of it's times. It's probably, yeah, this is probably a republished what I'm looking at. No, but this is this is on Goodreads because that's where I'm getting my info from because my book is on my shelf. Um, okay, so basically, um, Kyrian, our hero of the day, Kyrian of Thras, he was a prince among people. <laughs> yes. Okay. He was he was a real prince in in the story. So okay, so the series of books is really is um a collection of mythos together. So there is a lot of Greek mythology. Hint, Asheron of Papa. Of, I can't even say. His, thank you, Parthenopeus. And you have um you have Greek mythology. You have uh, Roman history. You have um. Uh, like Atlantis, uh, you, you have so many other like mythologies all together, mixed in together um, to form this world, um, including werewolves and werewolves and shifters yeah. and right. people so, and stuff. So, okay, as we said, like last week, the vampires followed the traditional sense of what everybody kind of believes 
vampires are about as far as sleeping in coffins, staking them, and so forth. This, she tweaks it a tiny bit. So the bad vampires, known as daemons, don't necessarily suck humans for blood, but they suck them for their souls. Yes. And the dark hunters are the ones that are charged to protect humanity from the daemons. And they are... Short men need not apply. Well, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> it really is. It really an actual is. quote from the book. So, <laughs> um, so Artemis created yeah. the Dark Hunters. Apollo created the Apollites, and Daemons are a a, a a Slytherin of the Apollites that yeah. sucks on the souls of human to basically survive past their twenty seventh birthday because when Apollo created the Apollites to worship him because his sister was able to create the Dark Hunters. He, what he, he, he gave them, I guess it was a curse. They only live till the age of 27. I don't want to give a lot of the story. I don't think we want to well, actually give you okay. so much. We, you have to read it to, it's so good. Anyway, I know, yes. but I, I think you have to give the basis. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm only going to say this because this, the basis that starts here is very, it's fundamental Important. Yes. to continue forward. So, okay, so we start off, we don't start off in the Dark Hunter world. We start off with our female lead, Amanda Devereaux. Amanda Devereaux and her sister, Tabitha. Well, she's sitting with her sister, Selena, in the French Quarter. Her sister, Selena, does tarot card readings. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, Amanda was just recently uh, dumped by her fiance cliff who is an asshole um and because basically because of her crazy family like she's the quote-unquote normal one of the family um like she wants to have this plain humdrum life of like go to a boring job as an accountant and come home and like get married and have kids but no like because like her she has a sister who's a high voodoo priestess her sister Selena, who reads tarot cards, her twin sister Tabitha, uh, who goes uh, hunting vampires at night, um, and she had, yes, she has seven sisters total, um, and they all have uh, like I think the only other one that has a quote unquote normal job is um, Esmeralda's the midwife, um, but other other than that, they all. Or they all like like they cast spells or protection charms and all of these things and Amanda wants none of it. Absolutely none nothing to do with it. And they're all like, Oh, well, you're all better off without Cliff. You didn't need him in your life. And she goes, you know, and then her sister and then you meet her twin sister Tabitha. Um, the only way you could tell the difference is uh Amanda has a freckle underneath one of her eyes. That's the only way you could really tell them apart at the beginning. Um, and uh, her sister gets a note from a, a, a vampire that she slayed that had said, uh, let Desiderius know. Uh, Desiderius's will be done or something to that effect. Um, and she's like, I have no idea what that means. Can, you know, you ask... Uh, Selena, she asked her sister Selena to find out what's going on with uh, to ask her friend's husband about this whose name is Julian Julian is the character of book one that's all I'm going to say not to spoil it but he's his whole story is book one if you want to read it it's very entertaining um, but so Amanda leading her boring life goes home her sister's like oh could you please go let uh, Terminator out, Terminator out her pit bull uh, otherwise he'll wet the bed so she's like fine her sister like lives around the corner from her so she goes from having this boring life of reading romance novels to getting kidnapped and handcuffed to our hero Kyrian yes and this is how we enter the world of dark hunters by a hang so that is a way to enter a world, I must say. 
in the kinky sense. Of well, yes, of course. So, um, Mr. Desiderius gives the impression that he mistook her for Tabitha because they're twins. Um, Tabitha fully embraces the vampire slayer um, persona that she has. Well, again, um, Amanda, I wish I could as- show people my t-shirt that I have on. I actually have Tabitha on my t-shirt. Um, yeah, you need to have- take a pic- you need to take a picture of that. Um, I don't know if it would be appropriate to post on social media because it says bitches on it. But uh, yeah, it, it's appropriate. Don't worry. Okay. I, I deem it appropriate. Um, so Amanda, okay, so basically Amanda comes from a family of sorcerers and people capable of mystical things, let's say. Mm-hmm. She has not imp- embraced it, but um, Kirian can feel it. Yes. He can sense he, it in her, which is why he, he's like, wait, you're not Tabitha, you're another person she's like i'm not tabitha i'm amanda you know that kind of thing and And, well i'm sorry to cut you off cut me off it's okay well because how dare you it's interesting just in this book because okay when we were reading once one bite with a stranger he goes into our mind without permission Mm -hmm. kirian does the same thing but he also tells her fairly quickly of like if you don't want me to do it just tell me to stop and I will Mm -hmm. and I give you that power and I can't get it back once you ask me to do like to relinquish it yeah it's I can get it back but it's more difficult so he's like if you want me to and she goes yeah I really do and he he does so he's very respectful in that aspect consent is important here (laughs) Mr. Yummy Leather Man Uh um again direct quote I told you I took notes got it continue um so while they're stuck together Desiderius basically tells them I'm gonna let you go but um I'm definitely gonna come kill you so they discover that Desi is half god half Apollite and basically he's depending on Amanda to kill Kyrian but he doesn't realize that Amanda completely has blocked her abilities and her um, powers and she does not embrace them in any way possible and doesn't want to deal with them. Amanda slowly but surely warms up to Kyrian and it takes a lot for both of them to trust each other and Mm -hmm. um, Kyrian's story, the backstory is heartbreaking. He was a general in his father's army Again, he was a prince of Thras. He falls in love with the wrong lady. Everyone tells him, dude, she's not for you. She's not real. He's like, no, no, you're missing, misjudging her. But um, she basically raised him to the Romans and the Roman general Valerian. Remember that name? Um, oh, I, I said, <sighs> I didn't know who I hated more. I was like, do I hate his wife or do I hate? Valerius more and I was like I feel okay again I I feel I'm going with you know when our readers read this if they want to reach out to us and they could say oh no I totally hated her more you're more than welcome to but if you've only read this book I say just hold your teeth on your opinion until you get to book three yeah book three I think so yeah um I mean listen she betrayed him she gave him up she drugged him and gave him to Valerius on like a hot plate, basically. Yeah. Um, and what they did was they crucified him. And that's how he came to pledge his vengeance against those who have wronged him. And basically he gives his soul to Artemis. Mm-hmm. And Artemis takes it, gives him the power. So he's been alive for thousands of years, lots of money. Because, you know, he was there when Apple started. Yes. Um, <laughs> he he's 2182 years old. So he got this. Yes. Um and he basically does not trust his emotions and feelings for other people because in every situation where he's trying to help someone that someone actually turns out to be the bad person. Um mm-hmm. so there's a couple of 
um, situations in the book where he, a, a person is in distress and it turns out that the person is actually in on the game, so they're not really in distress, but uh, but Kirin is falling for it and he's like, when am I ever going to learn? In this also book, we meet Asheron, we the, king of, the king of thieves, basically. The king, well, <laughs> king okay. of thieves. Before we get to Asheron, because I didn't realize how much later in the book we actually You meet don't Asheron. meet him till later. I mean, I really wanted to just say, when you meet Asheron, I think Asheron and Amanda have a moment where um, he kind of unlocks something in her mind about what she can do to help Kyrian. Uh, but um, you hear about Asheron throughout the book because right. uh, you meet Nick, who talks about him. You meet Talon, who talks about him. So there is like a lot of, um, you know, you you hear about him more before you meet him. Right. So as so now we find out like what the setup is as far as the mythos world. So because Amanda, who did not want to be in this world, so now she's like peppering. Uh, so they're handcuffed, but they're not like actual regular handcuffs that, you know, you could go buy in a store or, you know, anything like that. Th these are God made handcuffs. So they have to go to somebody to break them. And she goes, Oh, I think I know somebody who can help. And lo and behold, it is, um, Julian, her, Julian, and they knew e and Julian and Kirian knew each other before, you know, back when Kyrian was human. So, um, and as part of the Dark Hunters, they're not supposed to be in a god's presence as part of the curse. So, like, his mom, like, so uh, Julian is the son of Aphrodite, and she happens to be there visiting her son, her beloved son. And, and, his, and her grandchildren. And her grandchildren. And the minute she sees Kyrian, she sends basically a thunderbolt, like a lightning strike, at him uh and you know injures him and she and she and he's like mom the human that is attached she's like yes hand still attached can can we get the handcuffs off please before you do that again <laughs> that would be great thanks appreciate that um and so they undo the handcuffs and then they're like okay and and she's like ready to attack again and she's like and julian's like mom no um it's a very interesting interaction and so now Amanda wants to know all of the questions because she overhears uh, Ju like Julian fixing up Kyrian as to like what happened to the two of them. Like, cause th there were so many, uh, like he goes, Oh, I thought this person took you. I didn't know what happened to you. And they're playing a little bit of catch up. So now like Kyrian leaves cause he has to go back to doing his job. Um, and Julian's like, okay, I know you have a bunch of questions. Lay the mommy. And she, she and he's like, okay, here's the setup. So the, um, as Gata had said, the uh, Apollo had, was walking around at, with his father Zeus and was like, oh yeah. And Zeus was like, oh, humans are the best race. And Apollo's like, I could do you one better dad and creates his own race. That is very strong very um like they're uh they're like super fast like kind of like superman if you will um and that's not good <laughs> for the world so they get banished to an island which was atlantis well uh, apollo banished them after they kill um no this is yeah. before that this is before that hmm. okay yes, yes. So they get banished to the island because they're causing so much detriment to the human race. So he says, you're going to be stuck on the island of Atlantis. And then they were going to be starting a war. And that's when um, they decided to offer Risa as a sacrifice to Apollo to appease the gods. Mm -hmm. And Risa, so Risa was Apollo's mistress. She has a son, but the, uh, uh the Atlantean queen got really pissed off for some reason. Um, it's not explained. And sent uh, uh, people after Risa and the, and the child to kill them and make it look like an animal did it. And that is why. And then Apollo cursed 
the Apolites for killing his mistress and child. And that is why they have to die at age 27, because Risa was 27 years old when she died. And the reason why they have fangs is because to harness it, to be the animal, like, to, as a mockery, to be, like, the animal that um, supposed was supposed to have attacked his, uh, his mistress and child. So, the, so, because, and then, like, they were shown how to, so there is a way to circumvent the curse that was placed upon them instead of dying painfully on their 27th birthday or committing suicide before that they can turn daemon which requires taking souls from the living people so that's why the goddess artemis created the dark hunters and that way they have the like capability they have the canine the uh the fangs and everything they have all similar qualities of daemons so it's easier to find them and how you can tell a daemon is because there's a hole a black hole in the center of a chest. Am I correct? I think so. Okay. Well, they're, they're, they're pale and blonde. Yes, they're pale and blonde because they all are descendants of Apollo. So that so the myth so the dark hunters are the good guys. They don't need blood in order to survive. They can eat like everybody else. Um, at they cannot. Period. Yeah. They cannot, pro they cannot procreate. They cannot procreate, and they each get special. Abilities so like Kyrian has uh, some psychic cap capabilities, um, and obviously, uh, you know the strength the strength that he had as a human is now magnified in his Dark Hunter life. Like each of them have different things. Like Talon, we meet can communicate with the dead, and he can also control the weather. Um, so it, it varies on what each Dark Hunter gets um as a and like gotta had said the way they become a dark hunter is ultimate betrayal is what gets them to become a dark hunter and they have 24 hours to exact their vengeance on the person who wronged them and then they are eternally artemises mm -hmm. and they are soulless yes so there and that is all there's other stuff to it too but i feel they can read the book for that absolutely um but yes uh i enjoyed meeting talon but also nick oh. nick is a squire so however if you guys remember in the bdb we have the um uh the doc the oh my god the, dog the doggins um the hunt dark hunters have the squires the squires are humans um, that usually inherit the job father to son, like the family, uh, and they serve the dark hunters. They basically take care of everything, while the dark hunters are um, are incapacitated. Like when they're incapacitated. when it's incapacitated. Thank you, incapacitated. When when it's like light outside and they can't go because the sun does kill them. Um, so the squires do everything. They do laundry, basically. They do I don't know, pay the bills and buy the groceries, stuff like that. Well, I like their um, houses are in their names because, you know, it looks a little suspicious when somebody's like a thousand years old buying a house. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I don't know. Would you be suspicious if a thousand year old bought your house? Got Not really. Would you be grateful, especially although payday payday sounds painful? Well, I mean, listen, I mean, his his name is not Kyrian of Thras. It's probably Kyrian something and then he can say well i'm the 5000 descendant of Kyrian of thrust i don't know whatever like he they, they, you know there's like things that you could say yeah um but i think the 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 book is really about how both Kyrian and amanda find their powers cuz Kyrian depends on the Dark Hunter to beat the demons, but this time his powers are not helping him at all to defeat Desi. And Amanda needs her powers to help herself and help Kyrian, but she can't unlock this thing inside of her to, to use them because she hid them for so long after a traumatic experience at school. Um, and basically she doesn't want to be known as the weird 
uh, girl or the weird lady, and she knows already that her family is having, um, you know, her family is being is being judged for how they act. But um, I think the validation comes from Kyrian's embracing of her um, powers and telling her about them, like telling her you really are powerful um, and you have a great ability. You just need to embrace it. Um, but it actually even amplifies more when when she talks to Asheron. We do meet uh, before we talk about Asheron. We we meet Nick. Nick is a very important character in the whole series. As Colleen said, we've been I've been waiting for his book since forever. It's been a lot of years. Um, so hopefully um, she can write them soon because I mean there was a lot of drama and a lot of issues. Google the author yeah. and you'll know. Um, but we are waiting patiently or yes, impatiently wait. for um, Nick's book. Oh, it, it's it's a long it's a long time coming, and I'm like, again, doing this deep dive. I'm like, I have that's the thing. I'm like trying to figure out how Nick's book is going to go. Yeah, <laughs> and Which, that's the torturous part. It is absolutely. And the last um, book we read left us on a cliffhanger, <laughs> so I want it even more. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Because God is one book behind. Sorry. I am one book behind, yes. I haven't finished everything, so I'm trying to. But, yes. Um, but there's a lot, of, like I said, there's, well, there's one character I feel I'm going to say it right now. Because you know how we say, oh, you should definitely buy this book. Yes, you should. You should definitely buy this book um, and read it. And you need to get to the next book because... One of my favorite characters of all time is introduced in that book. This yeah. Simi. Simi hasn't been introduced yet. No. Which I was... But when you meet her, you will understand why she is one of my favorites. And why she is pretty much a fan favorite, I feel. If you ask anybody who, who is a fan of the Dark Hunter series um, why she's the fan favorite. It... All right. Got to... Who is your favorite character that we didn't meet? Yes. Uh, Xerix. Yes. He gets mentioned, but he's not, we don't meet him yet. No, Xerix to me is like, I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> it's um, the same way I love Zadist and how yeah. his, um, he had such an emotional um, story and journey. Um, Zarek is the same thing. If, if they're both suffered so much, and it's so interesting that they both last starts with a Z, it's it's there's so much so much about Zarek's that I I just can't wait to meet. But I also like Bride and oh. um, and Val, Vane. Oh, Vane, yes, yeah. And I just it's also, so there is listen. There's a yeah. There's a lot of um, couples in here that yeah. are unexpected. Un, they're not all pretty blonde. They're not no. all skinny. They're not all the popular girls in school or popular boys, um, which is why I really enjoyed and loved the series. Yes. Um, and again, it was normal people, like normal characters, basically. Right. And... Even the, and I think also that just because, and I think also the perception of, so um, when she, when, when we first meet Asheron, like, oh yeah, he's striking, but it's like, you know, that there's like a certain thing that keeps you at like kind of arm's length because you can't figure him out. And he's somebody who's always remarked upon as like, oh, so like, or like Kirian, who is somebody who is also, they're all strikingly handsome. And I wasn't kidding when she said, oh, yeah, ugly people need not apply because uh, Artemis has very particular about who mm -hmm. she picks as a dark hunter. Um, but also like that the, the, the beauty doesn't is just like a facade that there's so much more going on internally. And like you can't judge a book by its cover because there's so much other like so much other stuff that's happening. Like, beyond, you know, like you don't know what that person has been through until you read their story. Yeah. 
and that there's two sides to every story, which is what she told me when I had the great fortune of interviewing her. Um, she goes, yeah, that there's, there's multiple sides to the story. So you have to keep reading. And cause she, ne- she did, did it to me not once, but twice where I was like, oh, okay, no, I really hate this character. And then I go read a different book and I'm like, oh, damn it. I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> Forgive me for feeling this way. <laughs> um, the emotional roller coasters that happen. Now, I I think they definitely, um, there's definitely also a lot of humor in these books. Um, like the quips are very quick. Like uh, Kieran has some quick snappy comebacks especially to the villains i feel um of which i also enjoyed i mean you're not like laughing like every single page it's it depends on how it goes but um and like also his interactions with nick who nick is well nick is a college student at this point um so he's just like uh as Kieran says, he constantly gets on, you know, like, oh, he gets on my nerves. Remind me to kill him. I mean, I think Nick, um, Nick existence in the book for the first, I don't know, couple of books is very humorous. Mm-hmm. It's very light. It's very fluffy. Mm. And then there is a turn. But you also find out that he could be deadly because of the, because he's like, there- oh, let's. Listen, if I if you hurt Kyrian, I'm gonna have to kill you. Yes, because he's very loyal to Kyrian. Kyrian saved yes. his life, changed his life, changed his mother's life, and did a lot of things for him and his family. So yes, he laughs and he's like, "I want to steal your car and like I'll take all your money, but like I will kill whoever hurts you, and right. I'll protect you till the end of days." So um, yeah, so Nick is very, um, it's it's there's a lot of humor in all the books, even the books that are hard to read. And yes. there are books that are hard to read. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do when I reach those books. But there phone is always... Phone a friend. I will definitely phone you. Um, <laughs> I think I'll be sobbing on the phone. Because <laughs> um, we were in emotion. Okay. <laughs> so, the most recent book that Gata hasn't read yet. I had 100 pages left. And I was listening to it at work back when I used to go to an office and do work. And I came home and I told my husband, I was like, listen... I have an hour left of this book because I was listening to it and reading it at the same time. I'm going to go abandon you because I have to finish this book. And and I had an hour left. So that's like roughly like 100 pages. I ugly cried, like ugly Kim Kardashian cried twice in that 100 pages. So I fully understand. And believe us when we say, if you need to phone a friend when you read these books, we are gladly accepting to being those friends absolutely yes <laughs> so yes gotta phone a friend i will gladly be the friend and i will have scones waiting at the end <laughs> thank you i appreciate it i think it's just um these books take such an emotional toll they're very like you get invested in the plot you get invested in the character because again very well written there is a background story that you understand oh okay this is what's the mythos is the story this is what's happening um you there is like um it's it's so perfectly built mm-hmm. like the same way the bdb is, is like so like you meet a character in book one and in book 20 you're like oh that's why so it's the same thing um nothing is an accident and nothing is a coincidence. Everything is planned out somehow and it works perfectly. Um, I have not read books that are this invested, especially or this good, especially when it's like 27 books in a series. Mm -hmm. I've only like, unless it's a historical novel and that's a different story because in historical novels, um, you know, you, you continue on, but when it's, 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 um, this world that you're building um, that is fictional with different um, degrees of uh, mythology and all of these things, it's just harder than just um, the concept of an 1820 um, time frame for all mm. of your books, uh, for an example. Um, 
but I I think it's such a these books brings brings me and I know they bring Colleen such a joy, um, and we wanted to share them with you, which is why we chose the book. Um, okay, for this um, for the pod, especially now, as far as our usual scale goes. Now, see, like the Dark <laughs> Hunters themselves kind of have their own, like how we said with like the BDB, like Revenge Head is like could be his own scale. Um, very much in the Dark Hunter world. Like, Kyrian is, like, even, like, on the reread, I was like, I still really like, I still really like Kyrian. He was a good starting point for this world. Like, for, like, going forward, knowing what you're, like, what you're going to find out. He, him, his, like, his, he has such a uh, tragic backstory, but, like, the the things that can you know like what he ha, what he had a like learning how to trust so I, I I didn't I didn't see him as a flawed guy like I think yeah I didn't see him, like I understood where he was coming from on the first jump and then on the reread however there was one character in here that I was like I love this character but I didn't like her in this book but it was only on the reread that I realized I didn't like her in this book. <laughs> And I won't spoil it for anyone, but I know Gata feels the same way. <laughs> yes, I do feel the same way, which is why I don't want to say much about how it ends because it really is important for it's it's a spoiler. It's a huge spoiler, yes, and I'm not gonna yeah. But um, and I think um, uh, Amanda definitely grows as well throughout this book. I mean, she's she wants to have like that picture perfect boring life, but it's like. No, you have to embrace who you are, however weird it is. Like, there is somebody that's still going to love you with all your faults and whatever. If they can't love you and your crazy family, if they can't love your crazy family, then they can't love you because your family is who they are a part of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that is like, you have to accept them as the whole person. Otherwise, then, like, who, who are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, Honestly, Tabitha wants to be the superhero, powerful sorcerer, and Amanda wants to be the boring accountant, and you discover that none of them gets what they want. So That's, that's very true, but yes, yeah. I would say uh, read this and continue forward. Like, go ahead, binge them all. We're going on the, our own. We're not going to do the, we're not going to do it here on the pod, but we might discuss another one of her books on the pod down the road. Um, maybe when we, when we feel, when we're feeling lucky, we might revisit the world of the dark hunters, but, oh man, especially if a new book ever comes out. Yeah. Especially. Oh. Yes. Yes. Fingers crossed. Speak it into the universe and it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, please, please let it happen. But yes. And, uh, also with the, the breakdown of how the dark hunters got to be that story how it starts from here kind of gets tweaked as you keep going. Mm -hmm. But you have to know the basis to like, but yes, I would definitely go back and read. Uh, you could start with this book and then go back and read Julian's book. Cause it's very, they're two very different books. Like even as I'm listening to him, I'm like, yeah, this is a very different book than Kieran's book. But, um, Oh, we did not discuss the not safe for work. Miss. It's not safe for work, guys. No. no. There's a lot of, as Colleen said, there is a scene with whipped cream and there is a scene with ties and things. Don't, don't no. do it. Don't do it. No, don't do it. Um, I mean, <laughs> so Nick makes a comment when, like, because you know, Kieran's like, you know, and back in our day, nudity really wasn't like this big, you know, it wasn't a big deal. Like, you saw someone naked, big whoop, like, and he like struts around, like, with a, sh with a towel over his shoulder and is like whistling as he's walking down the hall. And Amanda's just like, what was I doing? I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> or, when she, so or, when she, or when she goes to Talon's house. Right. And he, and Nick's like, yeah, these ancient Dark Hunters, they have no problem with nudity. I really wish they would discover underwear, basically, kind of. A... 
And like Talon's like, I'm in my own house. You're in my territory. <laughs> like, I don't care. They're very much of, we got it, we flaunt it. Yeah. So no, not safe for work. And, uh, but there, again, the, the whipped cream scene is very important to the whole story, believe it or not. <laughs> and I say, applause for making whipped cream important and vital to a story. Listen, whipped cream important in every story. <laughs> but particularly this one. Yeah. <laughs> but no, not safe for work. I don't think Definitely. any of them really are. No, none of them are. None of them are. That's that's. Uh, let's just start by saying this for now. For your own sake, don't do it at work. Um, yeah, they no, are not safe for work. No. No, not at all. Um, I mean, the... There's an offshoot series that is safe work, but that's a young adult series. But the Nick series, yeah. Yeah. That yes, Nick got his own young adult series. There's a reason why he got his own young adult series. But I think you ha you have to get a few books in to find out why that reason happened. And one day God will read those. I will get her to read a YA novel if it kills me. <laughs> one day. One day. One day it's going to happen. You're going to you're going to be pleasantly shocked. You know what? One day you keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think we could probably go on about the Dark Hunter world for a very, very long time, especially if we get into like the theories of what's going to happen and what should happen and what needs to happen. Um, you know, discussing feelings and such. Um there's only one therapist in the entire bunch. I think there needs to be more. Just saying. <laughs> just <laughs> a, <coughs> excuse me, just a hint there. But uh, what do we have uh, next up in our fantasy series, Gata? Um, next week we're reading one of my favorite books as well. Uh, every book is my favorite book. Um, but next week we're reading one of um, Kim's favorite heroes. Um, Oh, <laughs> no, uh, go ahead. Continue. So um, it's one of the things we, so it's, it's uh, Once Burned by Janine Frost. It's the story of Vlad. Um, again, another take on the vampire uh, mythos, but um, Vlad is one of Kim's, favorite. I don't even, he's, he's beyond a favorite at this point. She um, said He's the be-all, end-all. There is only yes. Vlad, and I basically said to her, hold my beer. <laughs> um, that is true, because because even though I agree, Vlad is amazing and everything, I have to agree with uh, Colleen on this. I'm like, ooh. Uh, have you met Escheron? Sorry, who said that? Um, although, favorite person in this world is not a in the Dark Hunter world is not a vampire. Mm -hmm. No, it's not my favorite world. Well, no, mine is a dark. Uh, no, I don't know. I have to reread. I'll tell you. I mean, I have a, I have a top five, but I can't say two of them because they're major spoilers. Major spoilers? Yeah. Did I say that? Yeah. I'm doubting myself now. I think the caffeine's wearing off. You just said major spoilers. Made. Okay. All right. It's time for me to skedaddle and i did start vlad but i haven't met vlad yet so we'll return when i meet vlad <laughs> yes yes we will return when you meet vlad and the vlad episode will be the first episode that we're recording together in the same room it's gonna be <gasps> super exciting i know we might have baked scones we'll see how that goes we might do stuff so we'll and we might have happening. embarrassed ourselves in front of jr ward <laughs> we'll see how that goes as well it's going to be a very um, intense day for both of us, so we'll see what, we'll let you know what happens. So. And I forgot to mention, we might also embarrass ourselves in front of Gina Showalter. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh, yes, we'll definitely, will do both. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to embarrass ourselves at some point. I know yes. that's going to happen. I think so too, yes. I might last the situation, but I'm bunching. <laughs> <laughs> Less than the situation. I like that very much. Okay. I think, okay, crossover world here with me. If Lassiter and Nick ever met each other, I don't think the, I think 
the fictional world would implode. <laughs> I yeah. Don't think, I don't think they. no one would know how to handle themselves. I feel like everyone's like, oh, yeah, Lasseter's annoying. And that's when the Dark Hunter world goes, have you met Nick? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Although Nick is very different at the current time. Anyway. Or Urian. Urian, yes. You haven't met him yet, but... No. World. The world will meet him, though. I really hope you guys will pick up the um, Night Pleasures and then continue on with the series and enjoy it. And let us know what you think. At, at Night Embrace is the next one. If 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 you've read this one, go. Go read Talon. Talon's fun. If you miss Mardi Gras, read Talon's book. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Good night, Gata. Good night, Colleen. If you would like to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Romance Bar. You could also email us at romancebar at acpnet.net. <laughs>